just went downhill. We would fight each other, she would hit me, I would hit her. Um, and but it never was okay. Question, why do you say laundry like that just now? I know, I know. <laughs> cool, don't it? <laughs> Can you believe it's been like a full, well, not for you, but it's been a full 30 days since um, I've officially been like home, working from home. And I feel like, yeah, kind of crazy. And it, it doesn't even feel like 30 days. It feels like six months. Well, good for you. I don't know what that shit feels like. <laughs> yes, what you hear in my voice is a little bit of hateration, but I'm sorry. I had to drink a little bit. A bitch had to work every day. They ain't even be like, they didn't even say, oh, yeah, every other day, let's slow down the traffic. Uh-uh, come in. Where am I? Yeah, yeah so, work to do, yeah. Clean that in the desk. We got work to do. For real, for real. So um, what's your soapbox this week? Um, so I, here's the thing. I don't think, um, I don't know if it's a soapbox. Well, yes, it is. It is. It is. Because this piece of it, like, it's against a specific person. I won't say any names because she's a really huge celebrity. And I don't, I don't need her tribe to come for me. And now, back to this bitch that had a lot to say about me the other day in the press. Miley, what's good? But. Um, my thing is, so this week, Travis Scott had his concert and like in Fortnite and it, it was genius. Like it was so epic. I attended, I was there, had front row seats and everything. Um, but a specific celebrity, now that I see, like, I don't know who Travis's publicist is, but he, whoever it is, they are on the ball. And I see him doing innovative stuff innovative stuff and like why are people mad why are y'all mad because y'all couldn't think of think outside the box why are y'all mad because i'm not really he, sure why everyone's mad well they're saying he's cheating the system right so as far as to get his music to sell he was doing the meet and greets with kylie and stormy mm-hmm. well a sale is a fail i don't a care how you get it done Sale, fam. He sold a lot of t-shirts and sweaters. Okay. And, 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 tour, and tour passes. And so we're not going to have that. Okay. Just like a win matter. is a win. It don't matter how you got there. As long as you didn't physically cheat to get there, that's different. But I don't feel like him offering meet and greets with Stormy and Kylie. I mean, it's not nobody's fault that you didn't have a baby to be able to sell as a meet and greet. I'm just Here. saying. I'm just saying, but that's what I'm mad about this week because people are still trolling about Travis Scott and in a time like this for him to be basically um, trying to get people to spend money because, of course, he had his own skin. But that's not Travis Scott's doing. There is a company behind 
Fortnite. I mean, Epic Games, they're the ones selling. I mean, I don't know if he gets paid off of the skin, Travis. I would, I would hope. Um, but anyway, I digress. Listen. Don't be mad because you didn't use Big Brain. Don't be mad. Everybody has to make their money somehow. You know, everybody could say, oh, the celebrities, they have money. They don't need to be doing this. This is little money. But hey, those big businesses that you thought were biz, that, that, that you thought were big that are currently living check, check to check. Yeah. You let them people make yeah. their money. Make your money yeah. trust. Do you? Right. Right. Period. So what's happening um, for you? Child, this week was my mom's birthday. Now, we already know the month of April is so fucked up for me. Like, I just, I completely forgot her birthday. And, like, you know, within 48 hours, I got, like, a Zoom birthday party together. I bought her her cheesecake, ice cream cake. And, you know, we had it popping in the house, you know. Um, Happy birthday, mom. You know, but <laughs> as usual with my family, you know, when, when drinks start, you know, settling in, we start discussing family drama. And now while my family dynamic is all types of fucked up and, you know, all that good stuff, I'm still very thankful for them um, because our problems do not touch the base of the problems in the world today. You know what I'm saying, Kim? Yeah, no, I feel you. Like, there's really some people that are, I like to use the word trapped because I feel like that's exactly what it is. They're mentally or in some in some cases physically trapped in 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 situations that they don't know how to escape and um the month this entire month is actually um sexual assault and child abuse awareness month and um I was actually going through my Instagram and I came across I don't I don't know if you remember Rochelle we went to school with well you do remember her at this point but um at the time, I'm, like, going through, and I, I remember her having some book signing. But I'll be honest with you. I didn't really – I'm not a booker, right? So, I, you know, i rather listen to it. Um, I'm an audible type of girl. I'm really not a let me grab a book and read. Mm-hmm. And her whole um, – like, she has a powerful story within a book, apparently. And I was just like, you know what? I think – Sometime in at some point in April, we need to like get a hold of her, um, and and interview her, talk to her about like what what she went through um, before first read the book. Um, and I like supporting our when I say our own, I mean local people. You know yeah, what I mean? It has nothing to do. Know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you know, it's it's. I don't think people realize, and I think Alexa Sky recently came out with something. That, well, hers was about trafficking or something. But yeah, this is like serious. This is like big time happening everywhere, yeah. and I just feel like um, it's something that we should address, discuss, and and find or provide an outlet for people. So, uh, um, agree. I'll let you speak to us getting the book, and then we'll. Yeah. Um, so basically, we got the book. The book title is Truth About My Reality, A Story on Escaping Abuse. Her name is Rochelle Wright. Again, um, the book title is Truth About My Reality, A Story on Escaping Abuse. 
Now we got the book and it prompted so many questions for us. I mean, before, during, and after um, reading the book and even after the interview, I still felt, you know, compelled to do my own research, fill in some important facts that I feel like our audience needed to hear, um, you know, while listening to her story or after listening to her story. You know, um, I will say that um, the book definitely tells her intense journey about, um, you know, her struggling as a young girl and going through the trenches of sexual, physical, and verbal abuse. Now, um, what's crazy is all of this is by someone who was supposed to love and protect her. This was by her father, which, I mean... I just could not even begin to try to understand what that feels like to have a family member, um, you know, violate you in such a way. But this book definitely, you know, opened my eyes and, and definitely had me do some research. That's pretty scary. I wonder if I can call her. I'm going to call her on Instagram, see if she answers. Maybe we can, like ask her a few things about the book because like I don't know like I, I, I'm with you like I have questions and I want to know I'm going to try to call her hold on hello alright hi hey okay alright Shana say something make sure she can hear you hi Rochelle hey hey how are you I'm good Agreed. So we do want to formally welcome you to our podcast, Lipstick Laundry. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so April is um, Sexual Assault Awareness Month. Oh, okay. And <laughs> sounds like you didn't know that, but so we, want, so we actually looked through everyone that we have some type of connection to um, to see who. Um, has or had been uh, it currently is or had been in some type of um, sexual abuse, sexual assault type of situation. Mm -hmm. um, and we came across you, ordered the book because we wanted to, of course, understand your story. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Bless you. <laughs> um, understand your story and kind of get a, an idea. Just pick your brain a little bit um, about your inspiration for writing the book and just just a few of the questions we have for you so we'll let you start so tell us a little bit about you know you wrote the book why did you choose write or what was your inspiration for writing the book and why a book why not um I don't know an ongoing blog or something like that yeah like any like other that. means okay. yeah so I've never really thought of a blog until after I wrote the book oh but um, I first had the interest when when I was in 12th grade. I had English for Honors, and all we did was write in that class, and the teacher had us write a book about our life story. It was maybe like a 20-page book. It wasn't anything major. And I was like, oh, it was very freeing, I guess. But, you know, oh. then the school snitched. It's not like the school system today. Well, um, <laughs> where they did their investigations or anything like that, they just gave uh -huh. him a copy of what I wrote, and I got in trouble. Wow! <laughs> so I had stopped for. Oh my god! I still wanted to write about it because I felt like 
writing helps. And I remember for years, I never talked about it or even wrote about it. And it ate me up. Talking about it helps. Writing about it helps. I didn't think about speaking because I don't really like public speaking. So writing would have been easier for me. Um, About, I want to say maybe six or seven years ago, a family member of mine had an event that I went to. And because of the relationship that my father has with his side of the family, they don't really deal with him or his kids. So the very few that does, you know, reach out to us or whatever, one of that person, one of them had an event. I went there and they all treated me like crap. Except oh. the person who invited me. And I really didn't care at first until the one person that I actually did really, the other person that I really did care about and had a close relationship with mm-hmm. was basically treating me like crap. It hurt my feelings. And I came home and I was pissed. And I grabbed my computer and I just started typing. Oh. <laughs> it was like 12, <laughs> 1 o'clock in the middle of the night. And I was just, I think I typed for maybe, I typed 15 pages. For, oh my yeah, God. I was pissed. And I felt better after I got done typing. But right. I stopped because, you know, babies happen, life happens. And so I stopped. And then in 2018, well, I don't, well, y'all may not know, but I tried, it worked for a little while. And I met a young lady who was part of our team who we had to follow on Facebook. We had to follow each other. And she has a best friend that was an, that is an author and she does all these amazing things. And I was like, Ooh, let me follow her. So I followed her because mm-hmm. I figured, you know, I can learn some things because I, again, I still had the interest. I still wanted to, um, to write about my story. And um, so late 2018, this particular young lady posted a promotion, basically for 10 people who are interested in writing a book. And um, it's a challenge to write a book in 30 days. And I was like, well, let me just put my money where my mouth is. I've been putting it off all this time. If I don't do it now, it's never going to get done. So I paid her even though in my mind I was ready, but not in my heart I was ready because I was still nervous. But I knew once I paid for it, I had to do it. Mm -hmm. So the book would have been finished in December of 2018, but that didn't happen because my youngest was in the hospital and he had had surgery and the whole shebang. So that pushed it back. But luckily I still had 15 pages that I wrote years prior to go off of. Okay. Uh, so after okay. his surgery and while he was recovering, I was out with him for five months. So I tried to use mm-hmm. that five months wisely if, after he got a little bit better. And then I'll just type a few, whether it's chapters, pages, as much as I can. And so that's how I ended up writing the book. If I didn't put my money where my mouth is, I'd still be sitting here wishing I would have. When you decided to so, publish it? Yeah, so the young lady, she's all she has. She's also a publisher, so she published my book. It wasn't published at all. I paid her. She, um, she published it. She helped with the editing. She helped with the graphics. She has a graphics team. Um, she has a printing team. So everything was done through her. So, what exactly was the prize of the contest? 
because you ended up paying. So what was the prize? One second. Who's here? Your dad is here? Okay, get out. Let me go in the guest room because he's about to come in here too. Go. Bye. Tell him I'm busy. Go downstairs. Tell him I'm on the phone. Thank you. Sorry, I had to switch rooms. That's totally fine. This is <laughs> this is um what it's like to be mother, author. Yeah, everything. Is so- yeah, this is how we get down in the lipstick laundry. <laughs> really? See, I agree on the clock because I didn't think he was gonna come home so early, but he's here. He's yeah. home. Just pulled up in the garage. <laughs> but anyway, so um, so everything, yes, was done through her. I um. The main purpose, though, for me to write the book was one is to finally just let go, even though for the most part, I did let go of certain aspects of what went down. I wasn't completely over it. I know that I was not going to get the apology that I needed or felt like I deserved because he still does not acknowledge what he's done. He still denies it to this very day. So me writing it was very freeing. That was my way of saying, well, this is it. I'm done with it, number one. And number two is to help somebody else because there's so many people who are in the position that I was in. I was Mm -hmm. isolated from my family. I couldn't do anything while my siblings could. You know what I mean? I didn't have anybody to talk to. So everything was bottled up inside. The difference is I think between me and whomever else may be going through it is that they I put my stress and frustrations into school because I wanted to be gone. I I don't want any parts of them. So school, getting straight A's, getting full scholarship was my main goal. So if my little and you did that oh, right, yeah, I did. Okay. I did. Right. I wasn't playing any games. <laughs> so if my little story can help at least one person, that's all I care about. It wasn't really, it wasn't for the money. It wasn't for fame. It wasn't mm-hmm. for any of those things. It's just to help somebody else. And that's good. That's actually enlightening. So when you say help somebody mm-hmm. else, um, and then we'll, we'll talk about, I think Shana has like specific questions to the book. Um, but before we get to that, Tell us about how has this like shaped your other relationships? Um, how has everything you've gone through did it did it negatively impact like I mean, when I say your other relationships, I mean like your other intimate relationships? Um, intimate relationships. So with my a past relationship, uh, <laughs> he accused me of cheating because I wouldn't. I guess let him touch me. While I'm sleeping. Oh, wow. But I didn't know that I did these things while I'm sleeping. So if I'm sleeping and he would hug me or touch me, then I fight him off in my sleep, but I didn't know. And he never told me this. So I, wow. yeah, so I wouldn't know. When I found out that I did these things is in my current relationship. But he was like, babe, I'm scared to touch you. I'm like, why? He's like, because you be fighting me when I touch you. I'm like, no, I don't. He was like, if I touch you barely, you start fighting me. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. And he was like, it's every time. So I was like, is wow. it was like, no, it's just like if I touch you like on your hips or your thighs or your boobs, you just start fighting. Like if I put my arms over you, it's fine. But 
if I like specifically just place my hand on your thigh or something like that, you fight me off of you. And I was like, oh, I didn't know. That is scary. Yeah. That is. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't that know is. until we decided that we were going to try therapy. And he said it in therapy session. I was like, what? I was like, oh, why you tell me? So wait a minute. You're saying that now this time of therapy that you're referring to that you had with your husband, was it in good times, you know, just maintenance or was it? Maintenance. It was maintenance. It was maintenance. Yeah, okay. I feel like we all needed, I've tried it individually before several times. Um, mm-hmm. The first person I spoke with, I think I was maybe 25. I think. Okay. And she made so me feel like it was true. my fault. She blamed me for everything. So I stopped going oh. back to her. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Okay. I don't like her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought that was going to be a great experience. I was wrong. Um, <laughs> yes, dear. Oh, yeah, I love I'm on the phone. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm weak. I know. He's like super Jamaican. He's so Jamaican. How did did he get to Maryland? (laughs) Right? How did he make it to Maryland? His family is here. He thought I was hiding the baby. Every night when he comes home, the baby hides from him. So he thought I was locked in here with him. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) That's super cute. All right. (laughs) So, yeah, that's funny. So we don't want to spill too much tea about the book because we do want others to have the opportunity to read it. But um, Shana, you did have some specific questions. Yes, I am. You know, I am very curious about your mom. Okay. We don't hear a lot about your mom in the book. Um, how much did your mom know prior to reading the book? You know, I'm assuming she read it. Yeah, she was actually my first How does she feel? (laughs) Okay. Good mom. I told her about everything five, maybe five or four years ago. Oh. Yeah, she's a warrior, so... While I was going through all those things, I didn't want to tell her because there was nothing she can do being all the way in Jamaica. Number one. Mm, Number two, she mm. would just worry herself to death. So I didn't really tell her the sexual abuse portion of it. She did know that they didn't want me to talk to her. You know what I mean? She did know that certain things were going on, but as far as every single thing... It was five years ago. I was on the phone with her and I just told her everything. And she she was mad. Oh, oh what she was, was her reaction. She wanted to cuss him out. I was like, girl, I'm not doing it anymore. He's letting me be right where he is. Don't even call him. And she was like, why didn't you tell me? I was like, what could you have done? <laughs> you... And from then until now, she has never actually spoken to overturned and spoken to no, him. She does. She wants nothing to do with him. Yeah, she has not spoken to him at all. Yeah. Was, was she at any point angry with you for not sharing? She was only mad that I didn't tell her, but she understood why I didn't. 
Yeah. Okay. okay. Did you ever feel abandoned by her at all in any way no. when you were younger? No, I did not. I never felt abandoned by her. Um, you always understood what she was trying to do. and Well, it know. wasn't so much her. So with her, I was an only child until I was 14. And my mom mm-hmm. believed in spoiling kids wholeheartedly. So I was spoiled. Whatever I wanted, I got. And um, she had her little boyfriend that I didn't get along with. And because of that, I ended up leaving to live with my grandmother, who is my father's mother. That is how I'm here, because I didn't get away with anything with her. She made me go to those appointments. She made me do everything. Yeah. So that's why I ended up here. Yeah, I think think, um, that's one thing. Like, I think it's okay to spoil your kids, but you also, on the flip side, have to hold them accountable to do certain things and get certain things done but go ahead Shana. <laughs> um um wait 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 i feel like i just had a question i thought about while you were discussing something and it just left me um trees Did your mom and your dad communicate outside of you no. when you were growing up or it was just you were, you would get to talk to your mom and he never shared anything about, I mean, no decision making, no, nothing, nothing ever. with her as far as a conversation, nothing, no, nothing. Ever. As far as I know, um, there was really no communication as far as any, co- it wasn't a co-parenting situation pretty much. Right. He made the decision. Right by himself with his wife and that was that wow oh wow did you ever think of running away oh, all the time <laughs> but and i heard stories about foster care so i was like i don't want to be in foster care and i don't have any family here so no i'm not gonna do it especially in America. yeah i had yeah. family but i didn't know he kept me away from them so I didn't oh. know that I had family. The church that I went to, half the church are my family. And I didn't know. You know what my question was now? You know what my question was? That grandmother, um, his mom, is she still alive? Oh, yeah, I just spoke to her earlier. Okay, so you are still in touch with her and you guys have a good relationship? Yeah. What does she think of everything? Because she's the one that actually sent you here. Um. So... How does she feel when she, you know, read the book or if she's read she the has book? not read the book? She knows does she, she know? has not read the book. She knows she asked for a copy. I still has not sent it, have not sent it to her um, on purpose. I told her everything that happened maybe eight years ago, I think. And she's always wondered and always get mad at me. You need to talk to your father. That's your, I was like, no, I don't. I want. I want nothing to do with him. And she was like, okay, so she knows about it, acknowledges it, but wants no, no, no. you this to talk to him. To she knowing. thinks it's something. Yeah, oh, okay. She, she was just always. Yeah, she was always okay. You know, getting mad at me. Why you're not talking to him? It doesn't look good. That's your father. Stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Why? I just don't like. I never told her why because I've. She has high blood pressure. You know, old people. She has all this stuff going mm-hmm. on, and I've never wanted to be responsible for her death. I'm like, I'm not trying to kill her, so I'm not going to tell her. But so, what is she like oh, now? She's fine. She knows. I told her. Actually, when she, she came, she comes here at least twice a year. Or if mm-hmm. not, once a year mm-hmm. for at least five, six months. 
She all she's she's here mm-hmm. every year. So she was here one time and we got into it because she was like, You need to talk to your father. That's your father. I'm like, you know what? Since you want to know so bad why I don't talk to him, this is why. And that's mm-hmm. when I told her. And she got real quiet. That's just don't okay. ask me to talk to him again. Was was, yeah, was this a face to face interaction yeah, or was she was okay. with me for she was with you. Okay. the summer? She always comes like around the summertime and watch the kids for me. So she was here during the summer. So she gets quiet. She gets quiet. And then she says what? She was like, well, that's not right. I was like, yeah. So this is why she's like, well, I understand why you don't want to talk to him. And I was like, thank you. Please don't ask me to talk to him again. She went back home to Florida a few months later. And I remember speaking to her. It was in, the, it was in December. And I was, we were talking. And I was like, so did you come for your son? Because they live together. <laughs> so I was like, did you confront your son? Oh. She was like, yes. I said, oh, okay. I said, and what happened? She was like, he said he wished I told another lie. I was like, hmm. I said, do you believe him? She was like, well, he said he didn't do it. But, you know, whether he did it or not, that's just wrong. That should have never happened. I just, let's just leave it alone. I was like, okay. I said, so you believe him? And she was like, I'm not saying that, but, you know. No, it sounds like mm-hmm. she believes yeah, you. Yeah, it sounds like she believes but, him. No, like, it sounds like she believes Rochelle. But she just doesn't want to say it out her saying, mouth. I feel like she's in denial. Because she's saying whether exactly. she's or not, you know, she's being wishy-washy about that. No, she's like being that. wishy-washy with Rochelle. But she definitely believes Rochelle. Yeah. So how 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 raw did you get with her though when you were telling her was it is it a over is it rated PG thirteen rated G or rated R no, like how did you R. everybody who knows me <laughs> knows that they're just gonna get it straight uh, whether you like it or not so be careful what you ask okay <laughs> so yeah okay so yeah, she, she knows knows, knows. and I mean. Again, you know, she got really quiet. And of course, you know, over the years would have certain conversations, not necessarily about it, but then it brings up conversation as to how we were treating, not treated, not just me, but also my brother. You know what I mean? And so I was like, yeah, you know, we couldn't do this and they did this to us and they did that to us. And she was like, that's so sad. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm. You know, so like, you know, it, it was rated R. <clears throat> But yeah, I think it was necessary yeah. for her to know because I didn't yeah. want it to get to the point where I disrespected her because I'm not I'm trying to spare her feelings, but I keep getting arguments with her about why I don't want to talk to him. All right. Now, um, Rochelle, do you think your sister may have experienced what I you think did so. in regards I to I think dad? the older one i'm not sure about the baby but i think the older one has but she has denied it i asked her once and i never asked again but the way she speaks of him i know there's something there Uh but she's not ready to talk so i'm not going to pressure her how does she talk of him um it wasn't to me but it was to her ex-boyfriend and when we were introduced you know he had so much animosity towards my father i'm like oh he was like because she's saying he this and he that and he this yeah he didn't know something so when i spoke to her actually it was over facetime and so when he got off the phone i said did he touch you she's like no but the look on her face said otherwise so i just left it alone she'll tell me when she's ready Uh, okay yeah 
for sure. Now, well, I think that I, I just want to say that I think that's huge, a huge step that you made. Like, this is like bravery. Absolutely. To actually put these words on paper absolutely. and have it out there for the, you know, that's, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> absolutely. A lot of absolutely. Say, I have some friends and in, in-laws who's like, oh, girl, you brave because I couldn't do it. And I'm like, well, I mean, I can't yeah, just, just I mean, it. it's the biggest confrontation yeah. of all. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's like uncut. It's raw. You're vulnerable. Like everything. I, I just, wow. Now, one thing, one mm-hmm. thing, Rochelle, that I got to ask you that when I tell you that, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Like my insides were just boiling mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as I'm reading, is your son, your son, and sleeping in your father's home. Huh? Knowing your, knowing his history mm-hmm. with you, how did you get through that? Like, how how did it even happen? Why did it oh, happen? Oh, you're talking about when he like, we spent the night? Yes, oh, yes. Jesus. Like, how did that happen? Why so, did that happen? How did you even sleep? What is sleep <laughs> at that point? I like sleep. So we went to Florida because my cousin was graduating high school, graduating from high school. And mm-hmm. wait, before you tell yes. us, before you tell us that, uh, t- tell me, um, what what age are you? And at this time, and and um. What age did you have your son? Let's talk about what you're saying, sis. You're trying to see the growth. You're trying to see how far (laughs) sis was in the the growth of life. Because how did she? Yeah, I'm trying. How was she able to do this? I feel you. Let's hear it. You're talking about the time we went to Florida. How old I was at that time? Yeah, with with your young son. Yeah, we went to Florida at 21. When I was 21. So. Okay. New mom. So new mom. In January. Okay. Went to Florida in May. Yeah, went to Florida in May. So, um, was it May? No, it might have been. I don't know, but I think it was in May. I know it was in May. I can't remember if he was, if it was, I was 21 or 22, now that I think about it. It's one of those ages, though. Um, so, yeah, so I stayed at my okay. uncle's house, which is my mom's brother, who still communicates with my father. He doesn't know what's, what happened. And um, we, my aunt, my dad's sister, she had went to Jamaica and my mom was giving her some stuff to give to me. Well, my father was the pickup person for her. So he ended up bringing her to my uncle's house to give me the things that my mom gave her. And then he had my little sisters with him and they were crying. I was like, oh, Rochelle, can you come back with us? And I'm like, no, I don't want to. But they begged and begged. And I was like, all right, if I come, it's only for one night and that's it. It was a very awkward two hour drive from Fort Lauderdale to Lehigh. And um, Mm. we got there. He was like, oh, let the baby sleep with me. And I'm like, no. I mean, tell us about the house. What's the setup in the house? Why is this a request? <laughs> I don't know why it was a request. Um, the house? Yeah, that's so weird. Was next, we're next to, was next to the girls' room. That's all I remember, because he's not in that house anymore. All I remember was his room was next to the girls' room. 
So, so tell us about the, so uh-huh. now that we're talking about the house, when you walk into the house, looking around, how many children does your father have? In the- if I'm new to this house and I'm looking around mm-hmm. because every house has pictures on the walls, how many kids does your dad have? In total, he has five, but going into the house, you would see one picture with a family of four, which is him, his wife, and my sisters. And then you'd see one picture of me, one of my brother, and one of my other brother, and that's it. Okay. So, but all, all, but that sounds like all the kids are accounted mm-hmm. for. They're no, all accounted for. Yeah. But in mm-hmm. being yeah. physically yeah. being in a house, right? Okay. So, girls. Right, right, right. But if I'm looking on the, the pictures on the walls and everything, because you walk into my house, you know I have two kids because, you know, their their faces are. So that's what I was asking. Okay. So in the house, mm-hmm. all five children are accounted for. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, but yeah, he wanted him to sleep with him. And I was like, no. So then I had the older of the two sisters sleep in the bed with them. I don't think I slept that night. I was very uncomfortable. I was uneasy for one. It was the elephant in the room was never addressed at the time, and I have not spoken to him at that time in several years. The last time I spoke to him, I was eighteen. I was now twenty-one. But why can't we? But why can't the? Why can't my baby sleep with me? I don't I, I'm know. so confused. <laughs> can we? Can we? Do you have a number for your dad? Because I really want to know. Like I think at he this would point never we really want to know. I mean, like why? <laughs> <laughs> is it a safety issue like I'm really trying to figure it out like I, I, I just don't understand yeah. that I mean girl I have to give you the utmost respect for that because I would not be able to get through that night at all that <laughs> night's not happening is how I feel yeah I don't even think that my sisters would have been able to yeah. convince me to go again um, I don't know it was just but again you still had, I mean, it's new mom. You still had um, estrogen pumping through. So we're just gonna say that that's right. what it was. It was a prenatal. The the milk. It was all of that. Right. Agreed. Agreed. That. I made some decisions too that wasn't right during right. that time. I surely did. I was over there. Exactly. Yeah. Re- reunions of all just stupid, just stupid reunions be happening <laughs> during them times that don't right. ever work out. They just don't. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting a little personal. All right. Whatever. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, we just I think um yeah, I think that's what it is. We're just gonna chalk that up to um it was estrogen, prenatals, the the breast milk, all of that. You were yeah. going through a lot of change. The body was going through a lot of changes, you just had a baby, all of that. Right. Um so did a petty bone in you make you wanna mail a copy um, of the book to your dad? No. And no. did you? However, no. <laughs> A close friend of my dad, her sister, told me to mail it to him, mail it to his church, his pastor, and every member at that church. And I was like, no, the goal is not to be petty. That even it's not a for better him, idea. it's for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm sure somebody's okay. going to read it who mm-hmm. knows somebody that knows okay. somebody. And words For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's yes. going to get around. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. he knows. He knows about the book. For sure. So he knows. Yeah, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, so your dad and, that's and your friends yeah. on Facebook. Yep. So does he like your pictures? I don't know. I don't what does he say? Like when he comments on it, I comment on everybody else's comments. 
<laughs> I don't know. He'd be like, oh, my daughter, you know, stupid stuff. I just like Okay, him. so oh, wow. here's my thing. I feel like you continue to facilitate a little bit of a relationship with him. Now, is this for your children? Is this for you? Is this what, you know, you want something just not to end it all together? Or like, how? I don't think I do. I guess the Facebook thing, I just never deleted him off Facebook. But I don't call him. When he calls, I don't answer. I don't text him. I don't talk to him whatsoever. There's no communication at all. How often once does in he a blue call? Moon, maybe like once every couple of years, he would call. We we tried having a relationship twice. A father-daughter relationship twice, but it's very stressful having a relationship with him. So I, ju- I just cut it off. I just, mm-hmm. I can't. I just can't deal with it. It's too much. So the last time I spoke to him was in 2018, actually the same day my son and had his accident was supposed to have and got discharged from the hospital. My brother ended up in the ICU and almost mm-hmm. died. And he called me that time, which I did answer because, you know, he could okay. have died. So I don't okay. know if that was, you know, the case, but it was only about my brother. That was it. After that, I don't have not spoken to him. He's called me for my birthday, leave messages. I don't respond. I have no desire to talk to him. I have no desire to have a relationship with him. I will say this, though, because my grandmother lives with him. When I do go to Florida, Mm -hmm. I try to go and visit her when he's not there. But if he is there, I Uh just walk past the man in his house and not say good morning or good afternoon. You know, Okay. But that's no, where it stops. That's yes, we're not stops. going to have any other conversations beyond that. I'm not going to. Do you feel? But if he says, "How how are the kids?" Say you don't have the kids, and you say, "How they're are fine. the kids?" And are you just not going to respond? What fine. what happened? Yeah, we're we're, okay. we're we're not going beyond the surface. I'm not going to sit down and kiki with you. That's not what it is. Again, go in your house. It's your house. I will respect you in your house. So if he happens to catch you, it's yeah. on your way Hi. in or out, and that's it. Or morning, evening, night, whatever. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, we, the last time we went to Florida, and this is every time we've gone to Florida since um, the baby situation. When I go visit her and he's there, I'll ask my kids, do you want to say hi to your grandfather? And they'll say yes. But the, that hi is very much supervised. It's never one-on-one. Do you think that um, whether through therapy or through this book, do you feel that you have somewhat um, achieved closure? Absolutely. Because for years, I wanted him to acknowledge it. For years, I wanted an apology. Mm -hmm. And it got to a point where it wasn't even about the apology. Just saying, you know what? I know what I did. Just something. Mm-hmm. For years, I wanted that. For years, I wanted him to say, well, I wasn't there for you. And I should have been there. I never got that. For years, I wanted him yeah. to say, well, I should have done this or things could have been better. And he didn't do that. But, you know, once I got to the point where I don't need that anymore. I have to be healthy mentally for my family that mm-hmm. I have here. Yeah. 
And you got that through the response of the through book? Writing. Or would you say you got Both. that through counseling and therapy? Both, yeah. And through therapy. writing it. Mm-hmm. Through writing it. Okay. 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 Um, my last question really that wraps, mm-hmm. you know, your book up and pretty much, you know, um, everything up is do you can how do you define your escape from this situation? How do you find your how do you define your escape? Um I think that it was kind of by luck. And when I say that, I mean, if he didn't beat up his wife and left us with her, I would still be going through it until mm-hmm. I was able to get away. And that at that point, it probably would have been hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You would have rocked out the, the full 18 and would have just 18, had to rely 19, on 20, that. However long it took me to finish school. Because remember, he sheltered, he yeah. isolated wow. me. I had nobody, nowhere to go. Couldn't work. Mm-hmm. Wasn't getting any allowance. You know what I mean? So yeah. where was I going to get the money from? It was. It would yeah. be tough. So had he not done that and left, then I wouldn't be where I am. Wow. I feel like, but that's aligned with what's in your book, though, right? For him beating up his wife. Like, this oh, yeah. gives a sense of oh, yeah. who he is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just, I guess for the good, we're, we're at the top of the hour. So I just, I guess what I want or what we'd like to know from you, Rochelle, like, what do you want other people to know that are in your situation currently and haven't found their escape? Like, what do you want okay to tell those up. people? That's one of the biggest regrets that I've always okay. had. I never spoke up because I've always felt ashamed. I felt like it was my fault. And I say I felt like oh, it was wow. my fault because growing up in a household where it was just me and my mama, I were next to nothing around the house. You know what I mean? So coming mm-hmm. here, I'm mm-hmm. used to sleeping in just my T-shirt and my underwear. So I'd have on like some short shorts. Like I felt like if I'd have covered up more. And that's probably that could be the guilt from what they portrayed on us or me rather. But I just felt like, mm-hmm. what did I do to invite this behavior from him? Like, could I have done something different? So when you say speak up, where Someone where should they, they speak up? Like where? What is the outlet? Counselor, whether it's a friend. I mean, I had I had a friend that I could talk to, but I never spoke to her about the sexual part. I just talked to her about the physical abuse part and the verbal abuse part. You know what I mean? So that yeah. was kind of an outlet for me in addition to church. So some everybody yeah. has at least yeah. one person they can talk to. It's just yes. that yeah. because you're afraid or you're ashamed and you don't want to be judged, you don't. That was my thing. Like, I didn't want to be judged. Was I going to yeah. be deemed a hoe? You know what I mean? Like, all those little things. Mm-hmm. But now you don't care about judgment. <laughs> I'll say what they want to say. I know who I am. Right. You don't care about. So you didn't care about like no. repercussion or maybe backlash or no. any kind of negative from the it's book. It's my no? story. Okay. She said no. <laughs> she said no, y'all. She said no. 
Mm-hmm. Well, Rochelle, it was it was thank more than a pleasure. Me. Thank you, thank you, thank you for thank carving you time out. Very much for all. I mean, your transparency, everything. Thank you, thank you very me. much. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Rochelle for taking a minute before you even answer my call. That's kind of crazy. I didn't expect her to answer. Absolutely. She was a very, you know, she's very open and everything. I mean, you know, some people aren't that open to discuss this. And she was, you know, she just pretty much shared a lot with us. I know. Can we talk about when her husband came in the room? Oh, no, wait, wait. That's not why we're here. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> I died. I died because, okay, like, let me tell you, Rochelle is being very, you know, proper with us, okay? And here comes her husband with the dusty um, patois. I just died. That was so funny. Um, <laughs> you know, um, I must say, though, after the interview, you know, um, I still had more questions. How did you feel after the interview? I mean, I still think that I think that she, I mean she's she, she's acting or how do I say she's she's oh, how do I she's a victim she and and she's yeah to me she's it, this is aligned with victimship that's not even a word i totally made that up but yeah like it's a line because i feel like there's still some type of protection there no absolutely that's why i kept saying you know even though you keep saying you don't have a relationship with him you're still leaving one open you know what i mean you still i don't know I, i don't know like i really had to do my research to understand the fact that all of this is victimization like she legit is a victim all these things are normal and while i think you know the way how her mother and her grandmother may have handled it even, you know, after the fact that, you know, finding out and knowing for sure what happened, even, even them, I think, you know, their response was weird, but I have to go back and, you know, go back to my research where I, you know, found out that that's how, that's how, that's what the power is. You know, that's the power that they have over you. And, you know, it makes you react in ways that, for me, it just doesn't seem normal. Like, for me, like, what is that shit about, oh, it's still your dad? Okay, and? Fuck that. Fuck him. Fuck him. Like, right. there would be, there, I would not be going to his house. Like, I'm sorry. My grandma lived there. Child, I'll come pick you up at the, um, not even at the door. Like, I'm picking you up. Come walk to the car. Like shit, it's a it's a f u f u f u f u f u f u like I don't big like, time like big time big time you know and I just think oh it's definitely God. it's just something that we won't understand um, yeah I think for sure like I think you know you could definitely tell just even in the book like even though um she did tell her story you could definitely tell there's still um words unsaid I feel um, yes I think she is still escaping i don't think she has escaped i definitely think she is you know escaping every day i think um you know we should consider the fact that you know every 73 seconds an american is sexually assaulted like young people are the highest risk they're the highest risk of sexual violence the majority of the perpetrators are someone the child knows as many as 93 percent yes 
as many as 93% of victims under the age of 18, they know the abuser. I mean, I could sit here and I could say, I just can't believe her father would do that because I would never, you know, in all my family drama, like that would never be a thought of mine. So that definitely opened my eyes to say, wow, this is happening way too often. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, I know that my family is pretty jacked up um, on both sides, both my mom's side, my dad's side. Like, there's always drama, right? Especially when you have Mm -hmm. a big family. But, I mean, and I'm pretty well, if you're over here dropping statistics out here, talking about 93% and all this, uh, and every 73 seconds, like, now I'm nervous. Now I'm looking at everybody in my family, like, yo, what's up? Yeah. Because these things happen. These things happen. Now, definitely don't go accuse your family members of nothing. I'm about to. Like, I'm about to do, like, a questionnaire. You know, I'm pulling up on everybody at this point. Like, now I'm nervous with these statistics out here. But, I mean, truthfully speaking, like, if you know someone or even you um, are in a situation where you definitely, where you need help, um, I urge you, please, please, please call the National Sexual Assault Hotline. Um, their phone number is 1-800-656-4673. So that's 800-656-HOPE, which is 4373. They'll connect you right away with a trained staff member locally that's able to help you, talk to you, give you um, resources that you're going to need. There's also an online portal if you don't want to chat with someone. Oh, sorry, if you don't want to speak with someone over the phone, because I understand. It's uncomfortable, you know, yeah. for some people. Like, she, I think that was her outlet, Rochelle. She wrote a book, right? Yeah. I'm sure she told her few close ones um, the actual story, but this is this is her avenue. She wrote a book. Not everybody yeah. can get up and write a book. Exactly. Um, but online.rain, and that's with two N's, dot org. Also, trained professionals that's able to help you. It's anonymous, confidential. You can get all your information out there um, to get the help that you need. Um, I'm trying to think of any more that um, we grabbed when we were researching. Um, One for incest. Oh, yes. That one's very special. So we have the Survivors of um, Incest Anonymous. That's an organization that can help you find survivor groups in your area, which I think is dope. Like, if you have people that are like or going through the same thing as you, um, you can connect with them, and then you can get tips and just just really connect with people who are going through. This is almost one of those things. Like you said, you know, we hear it. It's tragic, but we can't Mm -hmm. connect because it didn't happen to us or as close enough to home. But right. now you have there's other people in your local area, and their website is www.siawso.org. One time for the one time, it's www.siawso.org. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, just remember that there are short and long term effects of, um, you know. There's just there's just short and long term effects that many survivors face. Um, there's a lot going on when it's your family. It disrupts your entire primary support system. You need to understand that these people are here to protect and care for you. And if they're not, you need to choose you. You need to call, chat, or do whatever you have to do to do it for you and choose you. 
Yeah. Always you, never them. Period. Poo. Period. Okay? I would like <laughs> to end it on that. That's a good last word. Now, guys, exactly. if you want to tell us your story, come on our show. If you have a specific topic you want us to talk about, definitely drop your drawers at LipstickLaundryPodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at LipstickLaundryPodcast. Our Twitter is Lip Laundry. We are officially everywhere. Um, one thing I got to say is for Apple, if you have an iPhone, don't let me walk around starting to check people's phones now, okay? If you have an <laughs> iPhone, I need you to follow us. I need you to subscribe. I don't even know what it's saying over here because I got an Android, okay? But whatever it is, you find us on Apple Podcasts, you follow us, and you comment, and you tell us, you tell the world about how much you love us. Okay. But and wait, why are you coming for the Apple folks, though? What well, they did to you? Listen, in the podcast world, I hear it's important that them Apple people tell us how they feel. Oh, So okay. that's why I'm like, <laughs> come through, y'all. Come through. Okay? Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please let us know in the comments. Any last um, Kim? Yeah, I just want to tell them that um, if, of course, feel free to reach out to Rochelle. She is actually open and available. I can't remember her ID right now, um, but right. I will definitely... So put everything. Yeah. And everything in the comments, in the description. Yeah. On IG, I think, too. I think we should definitely put it on IG. Um, just so you can reach out to her, because she's open, and she, she also expressed to us, like, off, off the air, that, like, she's hoping to help anybody that she can um, that's Absolutely. going through it, have gone through it, so... Um, but that's it. Other than that, we out. We out. See you next week. Bye. Bye.